Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the final Game of Thrones recap episode on the Water Cooler Checkdown podcast. I am your host, Corey Walsh, with a new co-host. How you doing, guys? Uh, this is Nick. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're ready to date dive. But before we do that, we might as well bring you back to what we've always wanted to hear, the sweet synthesized theme. <laughs> long long strange trip a real weird brand eye roll trip <laughs> yes. that no one seemed to really figure out thank god it really just feels like that's gonna be an episode that's gonna be talked about very controversially for a while <sighs> yeah i mean i i still feel like I'm, I'm going through a whirlwind of emotions right now it's like i like i said right before we started like i feel like i'm gonna need like at least a couple days to let this all sink in before I start making like, you know, my final, you know, conclusions on the episode. But yeah, as of right now, I, I don't know. What, what was your thoughts? Um, I feel like it's pretty well noted based off of what I've said in past podcasts that season eight for me overall has kind of been a little disappointing because, I mean, there's no way the writers were ever going to be able to match the enthusiasm or like the predictions, all these wild ones you've been reading for so long on so many sources, but it's still left. I feel like the more hardcore fans wanting a lot more because I feel like everyone who's a hardcore fan at this point, is like, I feel like I could have written that better. Apparently there's like 1.4 million of us who feel like we could have written it a little better. So I'm going to assume that you have signed the petition for a new season eight. To be oh no, shot. no, I don't care that. <laughs> I know they're just gonna be looking at, I already saw what the reaction was. They weren't like upset. They were like, Oh, look at them. That's so nice that they care so much about the show. And I'm like, I feel like everyone else is like sore signatures mean nothing. <laughs> so I actually heard an interesting rumor. I, I don't know if uh, you heard this, that, uh, all the strange theories we've been hearing that possibly that some of the writers have been sending out misinformation to try to, you know, mess with the, uh, you know, the audience before some of the episodes come out so that like, you know, we have no idea what's, what's going to come. Have you heard anything like that? No, or? I haven't heard that at all. Yeah. So I, so I heard there might be, uh, you know, a little bit of a misinformation campaign going on by, you know, the people who write and produce game of Thrones that they, you know, send out these crazy theories to people, like put them on Reddit and stuff like that. And people are like, Oh, no way like you know think about it <laughs> all the brand the night king theory guys are like yes <laughs> so i think it would be fun right before we you know start reviewing this episode we should go <laughs> over our craziest theory that we've heard <laughs> from the, from the beginning of the show I that like, turned out not to be true i feel like every single person has said Arya was gonna face swap with someone at some point to kill someone and um that didn't happen also i've heard that Drogon was pregnant. <laughs> yes. We've actually texted about this, like by episode three. We're like, I, I think Drogon could be pregnant. I mean, I've heard it. And yeah. then everyone was like, I remember I watched this YouTube video, and they were like, that flight that John and Danny did in episode one was a mating flight, <laughs> and you could tell it was this guy dragging like Photoshop of like these like dragons just like <laughs> overlapping each other, and you were just like, oh my god, this doesn't make any sense. But by the end of when you left it, you're like. Yeah, <laughs> mating flight makes sense. So one of my favorite theories was just 
absolutely like insane that Varys was some sort of fish man <laughs> that could somehow get around the sewers of King's Landing <laughs> and and that's how he heard all this information. No you know? birds, they were all for oh, show. Yeah, no birds. It was just like that's why he wore a long robe. So I uh, covered up his, his yes, to hide his gills and, and other fish parts, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that one that was absurd. And another one that I heard was that Ned Stark was still alive after he got executed at King's Landing because apparently, you know, all Starks have the ability to warg. There was like this absurd chain of like, oh, Ned Stark jumped into this guy, then he jumped into that guy, then he jumped into that guy, and he's actually still alive in this guy's body. It's like, what? No, we just saw his head got cut off. Like <laughs> Ned Stark's head is rolling around King's Landing, <laughs> doing all these magical things. It's like, what is this Futurama with the frozen heads? They're just gonna put one on another body. Like it was ridiculous, but yeah, I I liked some of the crazy theories, like in hearing people talk about them. Like they're, you know, it's I feel just, like for like about a straight like six months the only talk that people mostly have been having about tv shows was what's happening in game of thrones and i feel like while that's great for a tv show to be so successful that everyone's talking about it it's going to be detrimental because nothing is going to match the expectation of the loyal viewer like the casual viewer i've heard a lot of casual fans just be like oh yeah this season was good like not to complain but looked awesome and i'm like yeah it can look awesome doesn't mean it was written well (laughs) like at all this season was shot really beautifully, but at the same time, it was so disappointing <laughs> writing-wise, at least for me. <laughs> I was going to say maybe if they, uh, you know, spent a little less uh, money on production and a little bit more time, uh, you know, in, in, yeah, with the script writing, we w- would have a bit of a different season. But uh, again, I, I agree. It was extremely well shot. I mean, some of the battle scenes were just, you know, absurd with the amount of fire and, and just the sheer amount of people that they were shooting with. That battle scene, I, t- I think, took 55 days to shoot. Like, yeah, the, the Battle of Winterfell one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that fighting scene was worth it. I mean, the ending of it not so <laughs> much, but the the whole fight itself was sick. Okay, I know you already had a whole podcast about this, but can I just say? Oh no, please! What, what it was so weird to me how the Night King, as soon as he sees anyone he doesn't like, they're dead immediately. But he grabbed Arya by the neck, paused for about four seconds before he could have killed her. And then she does the knife drop. I was like, why did he hesitate? Theon came up to him and he stabbed him right in the gut. Like, what? Like, what? what? So Arya gets some special treatment? Like, what? People were like, oh, well, you saw the Valyrian steel dagger. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy's seen I think, Valyrian I think steel Theon before. I ran at him with dragon glass, which would have <laughs> yeah. also killed him. Yeah, exactly. I mean. It's just, it's, uh, again, it's just some, some funky writing this season, but... You know what? Are, what are you gonna do? It's over now, and now we just have to pick up the pieces of our of our broken, broken season. Dreams. Yeah, basically. We could like figure like I think throughout the whole eight seasons, which was like roughly I want to say like nine nine and a half hours, was probably like maybe I liked a total of like four to five of it. Yeah, and then the rest was all like I feel like this. They really went. I feel like the writers without the books turned into like let's just please the fans. And give them what they want. And that's not what I want from Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones was so good is because they never gave you what you wanted. You had to, like, basically, like, claw at any semblance of what you wanted. And this season, they're like, yeah, John and Danny. Like, la- even last season, I felt the same, though, with John and Danny. I'm like, oh, well, this is kind of weird that they just automatically fall in love after, mm-hmm. like, two times of having sex. <laughs> so one of my friends put it that they went Hollywood this season. Basically, like, you know, it would turn from a show where... 
like, like you said, you, you're sort of clawing at, at you know the storyline that you or the plotline that you want to happen, but you never get that to oh everything basically fits together like a puzzle piece now and you know everything perfectly this person gets what they want that person gets what they want it it, it seemed very different from the normal you know modus operandi of, of yeah, game yeah. of thrones yeah oh god yeah i mean we didn't even talk about uh, we're up to with the recaps we're up to episode five we didn't talk about the bells so if you want to also talk about the bells we can how did you feel? A very controversial episode. Personally, this might sound as a shock based off what I recently said. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was exactly how it should have went. Oh, the, I, I thought it went perfectly. And a, a lot of people that were complaining about it, I feel like s- some people ha- have sort of a, a short memory in the, sh- in the characters in the show and the fans. Because this happened 20, I mean, minus the dragon, this thing happened 20 years ago. When Tywin Lannister... Uh, came during Robert's uh, Robert's rebellion to uh, King's Landing. Yeah. And he, he he sacked the whole city, like killed women and children. So, you know, there was precedent for this. It's not like, oh, man, this has never happened before. Like, n- no, this happened about 20 years ago. Like, you know, this is what happens when, you know, cities fall and everything. Uh, so I I did I wasn't that surprised when, when Danny did it. Like, you know, I, I expected that. Another thing I was, like, kind of, like, shocked by, I guess, was, like, the outcry of fans being, like, Oh man, but Danny would never be like that. I'm like, um, actually, <laughs> yeah. we've seen like little breadcrumbs of basically leading into whole loaves of bread of yeah. her being like, yeah, you know what? Burn him anyway. Yeah. And then everyone's just like, oh man, Danny, she's so cool the way she just burns people alive, but it's for a good purpose. Like, yeah, yeah like when uh, Sam, the one the Tarleys died. Yeah, that was a good reason, right? When they yeah. were like, yeah, we're just going to like be honorable to our house. And she's like, Tyrion was like, yeah, you, you don't have to burn them. And she's like, they have to pay. And then Tyrion's like, um, okay, yeah, that makes... So, oh, God, wow, you're actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. It just started. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what part of the problem was. Like, I guess her first enemies that she started to, to defeat were, you know, pretty evil. And you could... The, any normal person could see that they were pretty evil. So you didn't really have a problem with it. And then, I guess, as she went along, you know, the people that she started killing were, more, were I guess, less and less evil and, like had more good parts to them so you it was a little bit more controversial to kill them like you know like the tarleys you're talking about yeah, like yeah. you're like uh you know she could have maybe let them live but you know she probably could she could have killed them too like either way you, you know they kind of needed to uh something needed to happen but yeah I, I i get what you mean that uh you know people had different expectations i feel like than what daenerys had been doing you know the entire time like she had talked about this from season one and now that she's doing it, yeah, people are like, oh, well, what the heck? It's like, <laughs> dude, she seemed dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, quick hot take. Just leave it as it is. If Danny wasn't attractive, I feel like people would be completely different on her as a character. Because <laughs> if she wasn't cute, everyone would be like, dude, this girl's a bitch. <laughs> well, well, Jorah would be gone, okay? <laughs> Jorah, <laughs> Jorah would have been like, I'm serving <laughs> someone else. He's like, he's like I, I'm in the friend zone for this? Like, yeah, right. Like, I am out of here. Yeah. I, is my Sunday available? Yes, like, what's her deal? Oh yeah. Uh, also, like that—that that was another thing. Like, Masande's head got cut off right in front of Daenerys. Did people not expect her to burn down the city? Like, that was one of her best friends. Everyone, like, I feel like they basically had a precedent of that when it was the Battle of the Bastards and Ramsay killed Rickon. Like, right <laughs> yeah. John, like John, John, the Holy Savior, like the nicest guy on the planet Earth, was like 
yeah, you know what? My strategy's out the window. I'm going to charge right at him. <laughs> but then when Danny does it, everyone's like, what? Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. What is that? The only difference was Danny had a dragon and John was undermanned against Ramsey and <laughs> charged by himself to have a sweet scene with him with the sword against everyone else. Yeah, g- uh, greatest uh, battle plan in the history of battle plans. I, I, I Jon Snow, will just run out into the middle of the field by myself <laughs> with a sword. Just like, oh, well, whatever happens, happens, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, like even before the battle, Davos was like, or, no, um, uh, uh, Sansa was uh, like, John, he's going to play mind games with you. He's like, no, I want him a mount of steel. <laughs> and then he gets out there and he's like, this guy's a bitch. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and he just sprints at him. Yeah, that that uh, thinking things out was not uh, one of John's strong, strong points in that John battle. John was a man of great heart, not of great mind. <laughs> yeah. Except he did drop that bar lyric from Amon Targaryen yeah. right in front of Tyrion in that episode. And nah. Tyrion's even like, you came up with that yourself? And John's like, no, I, I heard it from someone else. <laughs> like a little disappointed in himself that he didn't come up with it. So, would the elephants helped? No, <laughs> yeah. they got absolutely torched. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends was trying to tell me, oh, you know, the elephants might have helped. It's like, what? they can't fly. Like, how They're are they going to yeah, How are they going to avoid this dragon? I was like, you know how much animal fat is on an elephant? These things are just going to burn immediately. Like, <laughs> it's going to be some sweet feast for the the, cow, the cows. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Drogon's going to be like, oh my god, I like, I can have a nice little elephant steak. You know? <laughs> A well, steak sirloin, yeah, mignon. Exactly. I mean, he's he's earned it. You know, he he's, he's been ride or die since day one with Daenerys. Yeah, unfortunately, he's like, yeah, you know, both my brothers died, but this is kind of cool. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with it. Oh God, the bells though. Overall, it left like it had such a dark tone to it, which I loved because I feel like this whole season has been like kind of like lovey-dovey, like kind of upbeat. It's like, oh, everyone's saying hi to everyone. It's like high school reunion. And I was like, "What? what is this? This is like some glorified like rom-com Hollywood edition of Game <laughs> of Thrones. They're like, oh, look, Brianna and Jamie are going to have sex. And I'm like, that wouldn't have happened four seasons ago. <laughs> like, what? Even when they were like in the heat of their like, like their character development together, you never were like, man, that romantic tension between ja- Jamie and Brienne is something else. Yeah. It, it's it sort of seemed like it was one one way for most of the time until <laughs> until Jamie sort of like, I mean, I guess fell for her kind of like I I don't know like if he ever if he never got his hand cut off would he even be anywhere near her like <laughs> seriously I, I, I don't know like. My friend uh, on the last pod, Joe, shout out to Joe Toll, was like, maybe he was like, after the battle, he's like, man, I got to find a blonde around here. And it looks <laughs> yeah. like, seriously, he's like, you got short hair. <laughs> I guess I'll just take you for a ride. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. God. But yeah, season five was redeeming for me. I feel like the episodes that were supposed to be notable in the season, which were three and five, were notable. And they were good. If you just took those two and had as good of like, just... D- production not like overall but like the writing was even not that bad for those last two but if you just made that the like basis or like the standard for the rest of the season then it would have been a great season again you're referring to episodes three three and five five. okay yeah yeah. battle winterfell and the bells are the by far the best two like there's no way like i don't even i wouldn't even say it's like a one through six it's like a one and two and then i don't care about (laughs) the rest like those are dead four was okay i did like four Cause mostly because it had the wow factor again. I feel like when, um, not Viserion, uh, Aeg- 
Uh, oh, you're talking about the dragon? Rhaegal. When Rhaegal went down. Okay, yeah. When Rhaegal went down, I'm like, all right, yeah, that was unexpected. That was dope. I mean, there were a ton of plot armor behind that, but like at has the she, same time. Has she never heard of air reconnaissance? Like, <laughs> seriously, fly like 50 meters higher and you're not going to get hit by she those. She was already really high. And you're <laughs> telling me the people behind, like in the mat, like the boats were like, oh, those masts are above those mountains. It's probably just Grey Worm play, playing a prank on us. <laughs> Wait, Grey Worm, why are you here? <laughs> and just suddenly just gets obliterated. <laughs> yeah. But uh, ba- Battle of the Bells, I, I, I think... Uh, I mean, it wanted to show the dark side of war, and you it, know, did. It, it it really did. Did you, did you feel bad for the Lannister soldiers when like they sort of threw down their arms and Grey Worm was like, N- gave him the old Mutembo? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I didn't expect Grey Worm. Like, Grey Worm's like, yeah, the only chance I had at like, having sex is gone, so you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to kill you now. We, we never learned two of the greatest mysteries. One... Was all of Grey Worm chopped off, or was it just <laughs> his, his, you know, family jewels, and he still had, you know, some pieces left? And the other thing was, what did Podrick do to make those prostitutes give him his money back? Seriously, <laughs> like Podrick, the ki- the real Kingslayer, <laughs> Queenslayer, I guess in this case. <laughs> no one knows what Lord Podrick <laughs> was really dangling, yes, yeah, as Dennis Smith once said. His biggest gift is dangling the wood between his legs. <laughs> Podrick has sort of turned into a J.R. Smith type character. I feel like if he had text messages, he would text someone, are you trying to get that pipe? <laughs> that would be a disservice. Be, are you trying to get this trunk? <laughs> like, yeah. You even see it in the aftermath of the Battle of Winterfell. He has like two women just like, like he originally one hit on him. And then like they show the next scene and he's like, has two women. He's like, all right, I'll be off. <laughs> and everyone's just like. What? Literally, dog didn't bat an eye. He was just like, "Oh yeah, this is fine with me. I've had like you know six prostitutes at the same time. This is like child's play. This is actually like a warm up lap. (laughs) (laughs) This is fine." He he had you know two more on deck. He was like, "Oh, next." (laughs) All right, what's the rotation? (laughs) Oh man, so should we start talking about the last episode? Unfortunately, yeah, (laughs) I believe it's time. All right. Um, first off, still a really well shot episode, like. It got really emotional, I feel like, for the end. But in the beginning, it was a lot of no talking, which I think is what they wanted. They wanted you to like think, like, what what's going to happen here? Because Tyrion's just walking around, looking at the rubble of his former home. He's just looking around, and then he stumbles upon Jamie's hand in the rocks under, from the fallen bridge. And Tyrion, for once, actually shows like pure emotion. Besides when he killed Shay the whore, yeah, <laughs> but. Still, if it like you hated Cersei, but like watching like him just like realize like my entire family is now gone. I am the last one left was really just like a like you can't imagine how a person feels knowing that you're the you are the reason that your family is wiped. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it almost reminded me of like to relate it to another, you know, movie series like sort of when Thor uh, saw Loki die right in front of his eyes like, you know. His best friend just got killed. His brother got killed. His dad's dead. His mom's dead. Like, you know, even though Loki was, you know, evil as all hell, he, he you know, still was very upset that he died because that was, like, the last, basically, person he had left. Like, so, you know, even even though Cersei was extremely you know, horrible. <laughs> Unlikable. Evil, yeah. The, wo- I mean, the it's, woman it's who his pinched his dick when he was a baby. Yeah. Until he started screaming and crying. Like, that's just it's so... Great Viper <laughs> quote. Yeah. I thought a really 
powerful scene when when Tyrion was walking through. Well, two parts. One, he sees that guy, just like naked guy, like stumbling out. Yeah, and he says like, "Yeah, I'm I'm over this." <laughs> yeah, like you see, this guy's just completely burned up. And then they show his back, and he's, he's basically, you can see his spine. It's and like he's a just, chili's baby back ribs. He's basically, a, he's literally a dead man walking. And they just look at him, and they're like, oh, dead man walking. Like, we're just going to let you walk, because there's nothing we can basically do for you at this point. John's like, yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, anyway, you can have my men. I'd like yeah. to follow you anywhere. And then right after they see the, you know, basically dead man walking, there's another soldier that is like sitting in rubble with his hands just in his his uh, his head in his hands, just like he's just looking like what what have we done basically? Like, yeah, this was a real 180 for the Norsemen. I feel like because they were just raised on Ned Stark's honor and just like the honor of the Stark family in general. And this was like, if Ned was alive, like this is what who he would try to defeat, mm-hmm. and they just basically turned into the enemy. Yeah. I mean, some of them apparently after the bell, like during the bells episode, were like, "All right, let's rape and pillage." <laughs> and then like other ones are like, "Wait, this is not what we're about." And John is the only one who seemed like he really, him and Tyrion were the two looking at it like, "Oh my god, what, is, what, what is happening?" But John's like, "Yeah, but she's she's still kind of cute, so <laughs> yeah. she's still it. my queen. I'm gonna roll for it." Yeah, John's like. Maybe like seventy five percent of his lines all season. You're still my queen. Yeah, like, does he need a throat lozenge or something? It's like he it, 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 it sort of had turned into like some sort of a Batman voice this <laughs> last season. It's just like, I'm Jon Snow, <laughs> like instead of I'm Batman. <laughs> he was like, my my biggest inspirations were always the Batman actors. <laughs> I just thought I could grasp it for a few minutes. Yeah, it was almost like a like a younger version. Do you know Carl Urban? No, I don't. Uh, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh, he was in a movie called uh, Dread. It's about Judge Dread. Like he's like a cop in in the future and stuff. Like, and he has that same raspy voice. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, he- like it's hello. How are you today? Like it's just <laughs> like he talks constantly like that through you know throughout this entire movie. And he, and he sort of sounds like a younger version of Carl Urban this season. <laughs> like it's just like I'm here. To, I'm here to. You know, serve my queen and and kick ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> John's like, I'm all about honor and respect, <laughs> but at the same time, God damn, she's hot. <laughs> Even if she's my aunt, which they never addressed really. <laughs> yeah. It was always more the issue of you're like the threat to my throat. It was never like, you know, you're my nephew, but <laughs> who cares? Because we're in Westeros. Yeah, like I, I was surprised there wasn't at least like a, like a. A, a single plea from Danny to John being like, okay, well, I conquered the throne now. Like, I know who you are. Maybe, like, let's reveal to the world who you are and we'll rule together. Like, as, you know, king Targaryen. Yeah, yeah, Targaryen, king and queen. But, yeah, that that didn't happen at all. Danny was still like, yeah, you know, it was cool that we won and all, but I'm still going to rule without you. <laughs> yeah. And John's just like, I didn't want to rule anyway. And she's like, how many times are you going to say that? Because I know you do. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was surprised that I thought they would maybe show Daenerys ruling for a little bit before they killed her. Like, <laughs> never got a maybe, chance. Yeah, she literally never got a chance. Like, I thought maybe they'd show her be ruling for a bit, and then, like, it's not going well, and she's not holding up to any of the promises she said, and then maybe John's like, okay, now I have to kill her. But it was like, no, we're going to avoid all that, and you know what? She just thinks she's right about everything, and 
I'm that's just going to kill her right now. Yeah. We'll get to that. The big, the big flop for, I feel like for both of us <laughs> later. <laughs> um, I thought John was going to Winterfell. Like when he left with his Nordsmen and then I, you see him like just in the beginning and I'm like, John, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> John's just like, yeah, you know, Grey Worm saw me like hold my own men back, but he's not going to do anything. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah. And then he's, he walks in and sees that he's basically trying to slaughter these innocent, like, well, not innocent, but they're like, they're, they yeah, are. They're, they're prisoners. They've yeah, they're prisoners. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know, we're done. And the, the Grey Worm's like, nope, they're going to die. And then him and John have that. Ted stare off. Ted's like, what's up, bro? You going to do something, bro? The biggest flex in the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Limp dick, gray worm, <laughs> or John, I will. I love my queen snow. <laughs> Who's going to win? Neither did, apparently, because gray worm just killed him anyway. Yeah, they, they, I love how they showed us a nice you know, side shot of gray worm just going down the line, just cutting every neck that he saw <laughs> that had Lannister armor on it. As so. John walks away, he's like, another victory <laughs> for the realm. Okay, so before that happens, Tyrion... Walks into the small council chamber. Oh my god, that was that was sweet. And it's crazy that like you know, so was, much of the show was shot there. Yeah, like season what was it? Season one or what? two that he became the hand under. I uh, think it was season two. Joffrey. Yeah, was it season yeah. two? Because yeah, Tywin made him hand right. Yeah, because Tywin then was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna roll. So you got this. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, going from you know that happened so long ago to now him coming back to basically where he started the show like I'm, i I know they started off at like winterfell and he came up there but i mean after they had their little visit in winterfell like that's basically where he started was in king's landing as as a hand and now he's there as a hand again his story really started as the hand yeah and yeah. now it's ending as the hand but for a different queen and there's just you know destruction everywhere so it's like it, it was cool to see that little flashback i, I thought basically i thought that was sweet I thought it was sweet in the last episode, like going back to the bells for a quick second. I oh, thought it was please. really sweet how Jamie and Cersei met in the same spot where he left her to go for Winterfell. I thought that was sick. That room, for some reason, in like the last two seasons has had so much significance because then Tyrion also, because the small council room is right next to it. Yep. And Tyrion, everyone walks across that map of Westeros, and it's usually with a completely different story for a reason. They're walking across it, and Tyrion's was to basically grasp what he's really done. As he really feels like a failure in this episode. He just looks around and feels like he not only has he had disgraced his Lannister name, he's disgraced his name as the Hand because he feels like he did not guide her the way that him or Varys intended. He knew Varys was right. He feels like Jon's not going to do anything. <laughs> he's just walking around like, well. I, I really screwed this entire thing up. <laughs> <laughs> screwed the pooch on this one, guys. Sorry. That's my bad. <laughs> I'll take that one. <laughs> okay, and here's another thing. So Grey Worm is executing guys in the street. Davos and John go, okay, well, we're going to go talk to the queen so we can maybe put an end to these executions. But who's the first person to meet him on the steps? <laughs> they go all the way to the Red Keep, and somehow Grey Worm is already there? Like, what, <laughs> did this guy develop, like, parkour skills or, like, some sort of super speed we didn't know about or teleportation? It's like, how did he get all the way over there? He's just, like, on the top of the stairs, and John's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Grey Worm was like, yeah, what's up? Did he, like, right after John left, he just did, like, a speed round of throat cutting and just cut everyone's throat and then just sprinted over to the Red Keep? Like... All right, I'll meet you there. Ready, set, all right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I mean, uh, the guy was out of his uh, out of his mind. Like, yeah, it was. It was uh, that was like a famous. I think at that point, you're just like, oh, plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Grey Worm had no purpose to serve, except for her. That's where Daenerys goes. Like, congratulations, Grey Worm. I know you talked to him a Sunday about leaving to go south to your original homeland, but 
you're staying in the freezing cold. Welcome. You are now my uh, master of the army. Yeah, he, he he did not seem too happy about that. I don't know what you thought, but he, he didn't oh, no, look he was just too like, happy. God damn it. <laughs> He's like, I just want to go back to North. <laughs> North is so warm. <laughs> this place is so cold. But I did like in that scene how, again, great visuals this season, how the dragon lifted its wings up behind Danny. Danny. Yeah, that was exactly. Sick. It was like she is the dragon, like... You know, the dragon came from her, but, like, she is, like, the physical human embodiment of the dragon. And it was just cool to see that, that you know, those huge wings going out behind her. You know, I, I can't fault the, the producers and the directors and, and everyone for the visuals this season, obviously. I mean, no, it was just been, unbelievable. They really brought it. It was really good. It was definitely the best season of visuals that we've ever had. It was probably definitely the most expensive, expensive visuals we've ever had <laughs> for a season. So, uh... I know we've I know we keep, you know, going back to Battle of the Bells even though we said we're doing this episode, but I have to talk about it. Thoughts on the Clegane Bowl. Clegane Bowl was didn't like how they kept on switching it with the Aria running. Yeah. That was annoying. I'm like I just want straight Clegane Bowl. I don't want <laughs> yeah. like in the middle being like, "Oh, look at Aria almost died for like the 20th time." All right, back to the Clegane Bowl. All right, now yeah. back to Aria, she tripped on a rock. And here's the hound getting his face crushed in. Oh, then we're going to go back to Arya, who finds a wife and children. You know, if, if we had that actual commentary for it, I think it might have been a little bit better. <laughs> and now we're going back to the Glane Bowl here, Bob. And, uh, oh, you can see the hound is not doing too well. Oh, look at Kyber, but giving, giving the mountain a real great... And his face is against the wall. All right, and well, there goes Kyber. And gone. Cersei just <laughs> casually walks down the steps. Nothing to do with it. Cersei was like... All right, well, you two enjoy. <laughs> then she like just casually <laughs> walks down the steps. So there was a meme of uh, the office. It was when Dwight and Andy were about to have their duel for Angela, and they were sort of like circling each other in the office. If you remember that episode, yeah, yeah. and then Jim sort of just walked Walks right through between them. them. <laughs> yeah, and, and the caption was Cersei walking by, you know, the <laughs> hound in the mountain. Yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Like uh, that was that was you know the the memes that come out of this show also are just unbelievable. They're There's great. Every meme that's ever been created somehow also just fits perfectly in with the show. Like yeah. one of my favorite memes of all time is the one where the kids outside, like I think like a a hotel like like porch he has like a little boom box playing my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and he's just <laughs> dancing like with on the top of the roof and you like look over the edge and there's just three little kids dancing on the bottom <laughs> to the music and it just said daenerys now with her citizens of king's landing just going like <laughs> and i thought that was a perfect like oh god the mute like the the fans that like i like don't get annoyed by are like awesome to the show like you just love like the humor they bring on twitter twitter goes nuts every after every thrones episode you'll see at least like 10 funny oh yeah yeah i uh you know if there was ever times like in past seasons where i couldn't watch an episode immediately i would have to go on media blackout for like you know a couple days until i could watch it because yeah twitter just explodes you you can't go like like, there's people who just like i feel like don't watch to like enjoy it they watch to like all right i'm gonna get a hit meme today (laughs) and they're just like oh jamie and brienne gotta find some really funny meme about this hold on and then they they just find like the most random one like the welcome to chili's meme (laughs) they'll just be like that was so funny (laughs) and they're like no no it wasn't so the the other thing i was gonna ask about like so sam has that book that the archmaester wrote song of ice and fire like great plug okay so First of all, Tyrion isn't even mentioned apparently in the book. Like, no. he's, like that was one thing. Like, Brienne's writing the history of Jaime, like, 
this archmaster is writing the history of, of Westeros, and Tyrion's not mentioned, and Brienne was pretty accurate with her information, but I feel like she left out a couple of things. It's like, people are going to remember the history of what happened. I feel like completely wrong, because the people who are writing it are pretty biased, I yeah. would say, right? Like, <laughs> they won't be like, and we suffered a great defeat and lost almost all of our men. But in better news... <laughs> no, I thought... I don't know. I thought the end was like just basically like again once like everyone's like oh look fanfare look at the night look at the council sweet but before we talk about that we should talk about the moment that everyone needs to talk about and that's the interaction between Tyrion and Jon as Tyrion is the prisoner um first off Great halftime speech by Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> he really riled the troops on that halftime. He had John ready to run through a brick wall in that second half. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, like you're you're loyal, but love gets in the way of duty. And then John, once he, as we said before, drops the bars from Aemon Targaryen. <laughs> Shout out Aemon Targaryen. <laughs> Aemon Targaryen's like in the sky, like, what's up? <laughs> and uh, basically, just absolutely changes the whole plot of that episode because. We had to pause it at one point before that happened, and we're just like, man, this just does not look good. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is happening? And then the Tyrion halftime speech comes, and it, like, basically, like, riled up, like, LeBron James for, like, a second court, like, second half finals comeback or something. Yeah, this was basically the Toronto Raptor, Raptors versus LeBron James. It was just, like, you knew what was going to happen. It the was brooms so, were coming out. <laughs> it was sort of like a train wreck. Like, you want to look away, but you can't. Like, You're watching Kyle Lowry shoot completely contested threes. <laughs> yeah. DeMar DeRozan's like, I don't even want to play defense this half. <laughs> you got John, who's basically like Kyle Lowry. He keeps on missing all of the main points he's trying to do. He's like, but you're my queen. And he's just hucking up threes. <laughs> Super contested. John, you're like over 27. It's fine. I have the faith. Just keep shooting. <laughs> Don't know who's telling you that. It might be Drake, but <laughs> Davos is like the Drake to John. Just the hype, man. <laughs> Just sitting in It's the God's plan, John. <laughs> <laughs> Run at him. <laughs> yeah, that, that small council was a lot of strange characters. <laughs> like It was a weird meeting. Somehow the thief becomes and crook becomes the master of coins like what is this Baelish 2.0 they had basically was brawn like first move let's bring back the brothels <laughs> yeah. wait that sounds oddly familiar who yeah. said that hmm but yeah that that speech by Tyrion definitely worked because what's John's next move after that meeting oh he's just gonna be like mosey on up to the tower where Danny's going to look at the throne but not without a, a, a really sick pat down <laughs> by Drogal basically just like goes like doesn't need a metal detector. He's like, I trust you. Go yeah, in there. Yeah, awful bouncer. Like, <laughs> seriously. First off, great entrance. <laughs> Appears off the snow and rubble. He <laughs> just goes like, what's up? Yeah. Got your ID? <laughs> and then John's like, no, I left it at home. <laughs> he pulled a classic frat bro. Yo, dude, who do you know here? Okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm Amon. No, I'm Aegon Targaryen. And he's like, do you have any ID? No, no, I don't. <laughs> All right, I trust you anyway. You look cool. Get on up there. <laughs> I have a good feeling about you. <laughs> You've always been cool to me. <laughs> like when you made him made out with my mom in front of me. That was pretty <laughs> hot. <laughs> so the scene when Tyrion walks up to Danny, they kind of made it seem like Tyrion was going to like kill her, kill her, stab her, do something like you sort of slowly walking up like a little little creep. <laughs> Great <laughs> roast by Tyrion. I yeah. felt I felt like that was I was like that was a moment where it would just be like Holy shit! Wow, you just fried her. <laughs> like that would be like oh, what was that old show? Uh, Yo Mama. Where they just used to sit there and make Yo Mama jokes. Like he just clapped her back real quick, and everyone in the audience would be like, "Oh, oh man!" Yeah. 
with the Danny dropping the um, you freed your brother. That's treason. And Tyrion just looks at her like dead in the eyes and goes like, and you burned an entire city. And then he grabs the king, uh, the hand of the king, chucks it. He's like, I don't need this. Yeah, the, the equivalent of a mic drop in, in Westeros. Yeah. yeah. Even all the <laughs> the Unsullied who, as emotionless as they are, were getting to really pump, slip, bumping their <laughs> yeah. spears up and down again in the snow. They're like, oh, oh God, he just roasted her. <laughs> They're like, what you going to do? I don't know. You hear like rumblings like, is she going to clap back? Like, yeah. <laughs> So, the Unsullied don't look like they're, you know, that fun of people to hang out with. But I kind of want to party with the Dothraki. I feel like they <laughs> That'd would be a good yeah. time. <laughs> they feel like they throw, like, massive keggers. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Like, I remember they, they in, like, season one, they said, like, you know, oh, usually a Dothraki funeral it's is like two, a dull event unless there's two, two deaths. Yes, yeah, yes. They're like, and then they're like, there's one. <laughs> yeah. They're like, another will be probably be coming soon. Yeah. And, and Jorah Blue Balls had to show up and ruin the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Jorah. Oh, man. I feel like Jorah would be like, oh, what the hell? Like, I gave my life for this girl, and then John just stabs her. Like, I, I, I liked him, too, but what the heck? Like, <laughs> Jorah's like, so let me get this straight. I don't get to have sex with her. John does. They're related. That should be a huge negative. It's not. Um, I die defending her to death. I take a heart, a knife to the heart. John just moseys on in there, unprotected. I would have had to like crawl my way through there. I got grayscale, damn it! <laughs> I got grayscale. Got sent away. Got cured. Came back. Got sent off to the wall again. <laughs> then John gets to mosey on in here, and I guess we'll just go right to the kill. Uh, John killed her. <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't know. Did, did it seem like a bit of a cop out to you that 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 John killed her? Like it just seemed. Like I wanted John to kill her. You I wanted just, John to kill her. I did not want it in that way. Yeah, I feel like that was like super vulnerable and super easy to do. Like, so <laughs> let me get this straight. <laughs> John, Danny, after conquering this entire village, there's still residents who are alive. Doesn't need any security to go to <laughs> the most intense point of the tower. No, she has security, but she doesn't think. Hmm, the dragon who knows that John is a Targaryen is not going to let him through. <laughs> He could just mosey on up here at my most vulnerable state where I'm super high on a euphoria being like, this is awesome. Can't believe I made it here. And John's going to be like, yeah, like I'm going to cry for like five straight minutes, which doesn't make any sense. And um, I'm just going to kill you right here. <laughs> yeah, he, he gave her the old. Uh, I thought he had needle. He, he gave her the old uh, deception kiss right there. <laughs> and then just this drove right. a knife right in her heart. <laughs> this feels right. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Danny, every I feel like Danny's always super into those kisses. When her and John have had him past like episode two, yeah, past episode two, where like Danny's always super into it, and John's just like, oh, there's like so many factors why this is not working for me. <laughs> I feel like after John found out, it's like every time he kissed her, just the one thought running through his mind is, "This is your aunt. This is your aunt. This is your aunt." Like he's she's also like, like really psycho and could kill you in two seconds. Okay, well, um, I have to go somewhere. Um, <laughs> Bran. <laughs> So, so John kills Danny, and the dragon just shows up, and I'm like, oh, man, there's only really one thing I could envision happening here. John gets eaten by the dragon, or maybe, lesser chance, the, bra the dragon burns John to once again confirm he's a Targaryen, because he'll live through the fire. Yeah. But, nope, both those choices would have been kind of acceptable for me, but the dragon instead looks at his dead mother, looks back at John. Don't think it would take a big detective to really put two and two together here and be like, hmm, you killed my mom. But instead he just looks at her, him and goes like, all right, time to flex. 
Yeah, and like that's the thing. They sort of like they kind of hinted that like Danny sort of had like some ESP type connection with her dragons because whenever whenever she was in trouble, they would show up. So obviously, they sensed or felt when she died, and they're standing next to the only other person in the area who's over her dead body, and he didn't know it was him. Like <laughs> I, I, I like I was so confused by that. I was like. You know, even though he's a Targaryen, like there, there's been many, you know, instances in, in the history of this, you know, uh, world where Targaryens have been either burned alive or been eaten by their dragons, like, you know, many, many times. Like, so, you know, Targar- Targaryens, you know, yeah, they have a bond with with dragons, but like it, it's not out of the realm of possibility for them to be killed by them. So it, it sort of felt weird that Drogon was just like, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to take my mom and leave. Like, <laughs> but first, let me burn the throne for yeah. no absolute reason. Yeah, like what? What was that? Like, there was no command whatsoever. Like, did, do you have any like explanation? I have as no why? idea why <laughs> the dragon would burn the tower. I thought at first he was like just burning, like, like breathing fire, just to like express anger or sadness or something. But nope, he was he he really gunned in on that throne. And when that happened, I'm like, well, yeah, I wanted the throne to be destroyed, but. I wanted someone to be the reason why I was destroyed. I don't think Drogon is really an intellect of any kind. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I will break the wheel. Yeah, I was going to say, did, did Drogon understand, you know, political uh, nuances? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I read this in a book. <laughs> Call it a power move. I mean, the, I mean, I, obviously I'm just playing devil's advocate at this point. The only, like, reason I could possibly see that Drogon would burn the Iron Throne without any instruction would basically be like it was sort of like a I'm gonna take my ball and go home type of scenario. Like if Danny can't have the Iron Throne, no one can type <laughs> of thing. Like so, I mean that's like the only reason I could think of. But I mean, yeah, it it, it was a bit weird. I think <laughs> it it was weird. And then like he just basically yeah takes Danny, rides her off to the sunset. John's stuck staring at this massive blood stain <laughs> on yeah. the floor. I just imagined in my head like John just like kicking snow over it, be like, oh, yeah. what happened? <laughs> they'll, they'll never know. It's a gust of wind. <laughs> Also, like, how they then they cut away for like they did that twice, which I thought was a weird move with what the was cut, like, like a three week time gap right there. Not explained. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, why three weeks? That was very weird to me. <laughs> we have to do it at a point where no one was expecting it. Two weeks is too obvious. A month is too long. So why don't we do it right in the middle? <laughs> three weeks. So then they have that meeting. Of, like, all these people. Basically all the cast members who weren't dead. Yeah, basically. Didn't like half of the people that were there. <laughs> yeah. John Aaron showed up. Why was he important? Why did he deserve to get screen time? Oh, you mean, uh, wait, the, 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 the son? The, the little kid? <laughs> the nipple sucker, yes. Oh, oh um, Robin Aaron. Robin Aaron, yeah. sorry. that's a disc- <laughs> John Aaron was a cooler guy. Yeah, he, uh, he died very, very early. <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> we, we, we never had a single line. We only just saw his dead body. <laughs> Great feature for uh, your screen roll. Yeah, I was going to say, well, what, what was the pay for that? Like, <laughs> all right. All right, you're going to wear these rocks over your head with eyeballs on it. All right, how much am I getting paid? A thousand? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the show's going to go under anyway. Uh, that'd be interesting to know if, like, oh, guys, like, we ran out of budget for this episode. Like, we need someone to play this John Aaron role. It's like, what does he do? He just sits on a funeral bed and dies. Oh, well. Let's My grandfather can do yeah, it. It's like, what did they just ask like a friend or maybe just pulled some guy <laughs> off the street? It's like, hey, you How'd gotta... you have to be in Thrones? 
What? Yeah, get in there. We'll give you $20 and a sandwich. <laughs> no, we're not going to give you any credit, not even the credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, I guess. Yeah. What kind of sandwich is it? Tuna? I hate tuna. Fry <laughs> <Dry> toast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they offer him like a, you know, Chili's gift card or something. <laughs> the Chili's in my town closed. Oh, but you could get there anyway. <laughs> so, Grey Worm, I guess, you know, becomes like the de facto leader, leader. Of, of King's Landing, which yeah. is... Weird move. I mean, I guess the... All right, wait. This actually brings up another issue for me. Danny's army, after the, the the Battle of the Dead, her entire Dothraki army got wiped, except for, like, four. Either reproduction is wild in the Dothraki <laughs> world, or, like, she just gained, like, 5,000 more troops. Yeah, we're, uh, I mean, it was at least, like, I, I was counting, like, at least 40 or 50 guys. Like, <laughs> did she not send all all of them out on the initial assault? Like, I mean... I seem to remember their lights went out, but apparently <laughs> their Viagra was flowing. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say, you know, have you watched any of the, uh, like, behind the scenes? Behind the scenes like yeah, after? yeah, yeah. So in that episode, the uh, directors go, oh, yeah, so Danny basically witnesses, like, the end of Do- the Dothraki. So that clearly implies that they sent out, like, all, all the of people them. <laughs> out there. And so, like, three come back. And yeah. one of them was a horse. Right, right. And uh, so they they definitely made it seem like that was all the Dothraki, and then they just kind of magically just spawned out of nowhere. Like, you know, it was like, you know, a video game, and they got an extra <laughs> life or something. Like, where did all these guys come from? Like, it, it, yeah, that, that that was a bit weird for, for sure. But, yeah, Grey Worm taking like over. entire army expanded. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone. Every single, like, the, between the Unsullied and the Dothraki, they, like, reproduced at a wild rate. Like, yeah. orga- microscopic organism rate. <laughs> yeah, they're like amoebas that just, you know, single-celled <laughs> organisms. Yes. Yeah. You see, like, oh, no, Dothraki just sitting in the corner, bloop, split into two, like, right in front of Dan. It's like, that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, dude's in the middle of the battle, and, like, you know, he's having sex with some woman <laughs> creating Warm. another child. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I guess technically Grey Worm has some experience holding down cities with that whole marine thing, but they kind of botched that with the Golden <laughs> Sons or whatever. The yeah, sons, sons the of Harpy. the Harpy. Yeah. They, they seem to have not many fans over there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, oh, by the way, weren't the second sons like left in marine by Danny when she went to go cross the sea? She yeah. was like, oh, Dario, you just chill here and just hang out until I conquer Westeros. Is anyone going to tell him <laughs> that she's <laughs> dead? Yeah. <laughs> Like, so it's going to be like, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm serving Khaleesi right now. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> oh, uh-huh. uh, blonde, like 5'10", pretty hot. <laughs> Taz Has dragons. By the way. <laughs> oh, sh- she died. Uh, no raven was sent? <laughs> like, you don't think that Grey Worm was going to be like, I, th- I feel like Grey Worm has to at least be able to like understand some language <laughs> to send over to him. Yeah, like I, I would, wa- if if they made a sequel where Dario just found out that Daenerys was dead and just went on a huge revenge killing spree. I'd watch that show. Like, <laughs> there's so many potential spinoffs yeah, that could happen. Exactly, like a Deadpool type of like, you know, <laughs> I'm just gonna kill everyone until I, you know, get to to what I want. Like, so basically, after the uh, after the failed Avengers <laughs> sequel, <laughs> basically all the characters that showed up for Tyrion's trial, <laughs> uh, they came to the decision that hey, dem- well, actually. Uh, Sam goes like, let's have a democracy. And everyone goes like, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I kind of knew they were going to laugh at, at him when he said that. Like, they're like, let the common folk have a vote. <laughs> I might as well have my horse vote. <laughs> yeah, I'll have my dog get a vote. Like, yeah, they, that was hilarious. Also hilarious when they're trying to nominate King and Ed Muir totally stands up and Sansa just... I'm a really good bowman, in case you remember from, like, episode one, like, season one, where I missed that boat, like, seven times. <laughs> yeah. I also married a 13-year-old. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I almost got captured after that. Even cooler. So I thought that that was actually Terrible great. LinkedIn profile. <laughs> but I thought that was actually great writing, though. Like, they, he, like, stands up and he, like, tries to be all, you know, uh, heroic and everything. And then... Sans is like, uh, yeah, uncle, sit down. And then when he's sitting down, he bangs his sword on that little pole before he sits <laughs> yeah. down like a doofus. And then you just completely remember why this he dude was so has, stupid. Yeah, should have no no say over who gets the throne whatsoever. I'm sorry, who, did who invited you to this, by the way? <laughs> yeah, how it's like, um, I uh, got, I got a messenger. <laughs> yeah. So Brad, that, Brad told me this was important. <laughs> so that was great. I mean. I don't know. Do you like Bran being king? Like, it, yeah, that's it's what it kind of came to down to was Bran being king. Which I feel like if you casted a vote of people who you didn't want to be ruler of the the realm, Bran was in your top three. <laughs> like out of the choices that were left, it was probably Cersei, Danny, Bran. <laughs> Those yeah. are your three. Like, no one was ever like, man, Brett's comedic uh, Bran's comedic timing was really spot on this episode. He really deserves to be the the real leader of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, even I mean, Sansa was like, "I can't take this." Sansa, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Sansa didn't deserve uh, Queen in the North. Like, I was, thought it was kind of gonna. I felt like from like after Episode One, I'm like, she, they're making a push to make her have some role. Yeah, Bran doesn't show up the entire series, like season, and walk roles <laughs> yeah, into being roles roles into king because <laughs> Tyrion's like, you know. I uh, spent a long time in my cell thinking about who would be a really good leader, and I decided Bran. Um, don't people go batshit crazy when they're in isolation? <laughs> <for> <laughs> yeah. Why are we deciding, letting the, the psychotic imp decide who is becoming the new leader? Everyone's like, I respect that decision. Even though Sansa, like in episode four, was like, yeah, Tyrion, you know, I used to think you were the smartest man in Westeros, but I don't. But now I do. So make a decision. It should be me, though. <laughs> yeah, they, they were really pushing. I, I don't know. Do you think it has anything to do with Sophie Turner, like, having, you know, a huge film career after this with, like, the Dark Phoenix uh, movie? And she's going to be in a couple other things. Like, they were definitely trying to, like, it seemed like in the last season to elevate her status a little bit. Like, cause yeah. she went from this poor, meek little girl who was, for lack of a better word, getting raped all the time <laughs> by various lords and uh, of, of Westeros to this, you know, and commander hound. and ice queen that's, you know, tells Ramsay Bolton that he's going to die in the morning and stuff like that. I like, thought it was a cool character development for her to get to that point. I don't know if I wanted her to be the one who was the person who held the Stark's legacy, basically. Yeah. Because... The Stark's legacy lies in the north. Bran already declaimed himself as a Stark. So you're not thinking like, man, what a Stark rising for Bran to be it. You're like, the cripple got it <laughs> by doing <laughs> absolutely nothing. And uh, I that left a sour taste in my mouth that it was Bran. I could have honestly out of like – I would have been happier if it was Sam maybe out of the choices that were available because they weren't <laughs> going to give it to John, And John would have been the obvious choice for me out of who was left. Even though John's – complete dumbass <laughs> i still he's like a good man so i would have totally taken that brand i can be like let's just bring like let's bring up brand's linkedin profile for a second <laughs> um he's a uh, he's paralyzed 
Um, he has Raven. zero personality. <laughs> um, pr- those are the uh, his pros. Three eyed Raven. Is there anything else? <laughs> uh, can warg into animals or Hodor? <laughs> yeah, or Hodor, which serves at this point little to no purpose. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the past. <laughs> Basically, all tied into the same point. Um, cons, like previously stated, really not personable. <laughs> Don't think he's gonna inspire men. Uh, he tells his own brother, like he gives, a, he basically gives him a one line answer when he hasn't seen him for years. He goes, "Oh, you're a man now, almost." He's <laughs> like, "Uh, yeah, we might need a little bit more from you, King Bran, at this point." Like, <laughs> like he like like maybe read up on some humor, <laughs> like maybe develop a personality. Yeah, just gets have a few you know lines for a little bit of witty banter at least. I mean, come on. We could try a little harder. Like, we can you get like a life coach? <laughs> like, is that like hard to buy in Westeros? I don't know. So, Grey Worm obviously like is going back to North to uh, you know, I guess he's going to defend Masande's people. Like he said he was going to, right? Yep. So, I mean, I, I was just thinking about this. Like, they clearly have no idea that they're coming to like defend them, and like they never asked for it. So, like these guys are going to be like, "Hey, what's up?" We're the Unsullied. Uh, there was this person that used to be, you know, uh, a citizen here named Misande. Uh, Do you know who that is? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? No, no one's hand raises? Yeah. Oh, well. Well, <laughs> We're here she's <now>. dead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I loved her, and I said I would protect you guys. So, uh, yeah, we're here for you now. These people are probably like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> who are these guys? Where'd they get those suits? <laughs> What's this guy's name? Gray Dog or they're, something? Like, <laughs> They're very tan. <laughs> I mean, I feel like half the women would lose interest immediately when they find out, you know, what's underneath the, uh, the armor I bet there. there's a story to tell under there. And then he's like, it's actually a coloring book. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be, I feel like, definitely weird when they're just like, hey, uh, yeah, we're we're going to protect you now. It's You're like, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just in advance. Forward. Um, yeah, and then John walks, John is sentenced to go to the Night's Watch, which I was fine with. At the end of the day, John belongs there. I mean, like, not yeah. like in a like a bad way. Like, it's not like I didn't wasn't like he killed Daenerys. He belongs there. It's like John loved being there. Yeah. The only reason he kind of like soured a little bit was when everyone turned on him. I feel like that would sour something I liked too. Yeah. That that would uh, you know <laughs> make, make make any normal person you know feel a bit. That would make bad. office like press conference meetings a little awkward. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Remember when you stabbed me like six times? Are you going to constantly bring that up? It was a joke. (laughs) Pauly was in on it. People don't forget. (laughs) But yeah. I might know nothing, but I know you killed me. So. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they always made a point of saying, like, oh, you know, John's a man of the North, the real North, like beyond the wall and stuff. Uh, So, you know, I, I, I. it was better than him, like, dying or getting executed. I, I felt like in my head, I'm like, they can't kill him because they brought him. He already died once. You yeah. can't, like, it won't feel the same if he dies twice. Like, that first death, you were like, oh, my God, great. My favorite character, gone. Except for me, my favorite character was Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite character, gone. And then he comes back. You can't just, like, kill him again. First off, he's dead in the books forever. Like, no one knows that. I feel like he's dead. Like, George R. R. Martin said he's never coming back in the books. Yeah, so they 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 that was skewed, a TV moment. They skewed from the from the Game of Thrones timeline, like so he couldn't really early. have that significant of an impact besides killing Danny, which was very impactful. But yeah, I feel like in the moment you knew like she was gonna die somehow. So John goes to the Night's Watch, reunites with Ghost for that really nice uh, 
heartwarming scene Pat. that we all wanted. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm back, Ghost. And Ghost is like, it's been terrible here. Torment's giving me weird eyes lately. <laughs> he, d- he doesn't give me any treats. He just feeds me the worst food. Like Neither did John, though. John <laughs> never fed that dog or gave it water. Ghost is probably like thinking this is a demotion. <laughs> he's like, oh, God, you're back. I mean, yeah, my ear got chomped off for you. This is sick. Yeah, if I was Ghost, I would be like, right when John went to pet him, I'd be like, oh, yeah, remember when you didn't say goodbye to me last time? <laughs> <laughs> just chop off his yeah. head. Yeah. And then we find Sansa's the the queen of the north, Bran, lord of the realm, uh, Tyrion, back to being the hand against his will, but that's where he belongs. He is, like, the smart... I still believe, like, no matter how much they try to pretend, like, he's not smart, you know he is smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's He's got to be one of the smartest guys. I mean... <laughs> There used to be a lot of smart guys around. A lot of them are dead now. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably one of the only smart guys still out there. But uh, another question I had. How would the Unsullied know that John, you know, had gone to the Night's Watch once they leave to go back across the sea? Like, couldn't they have it just really been like... a trust moment right there. <laughs> it was a big trust moment. Like, like you know, you guys killed my queen, but I know you'll do the right thing. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, we're uh, going to bring John up to the Castle Black now. Are they gone? Okay, all right, cool, John. Come back to Winterfell. <laughs> like, you're cool. good. Like, you'll just chill here for the rest of your life. Like, yeah, I feel like that was a bit of a plot hole where it's sort of just like, uh, no one's checking in on this. <laughs> there be like no chaperone on the trip. Like, is someone going to watch? Nope. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I again, devil's advocate. I, I guess, you know, if he is going to escape somewhere, no one's going to go looking for him north of the wall. So, like, e- even the Unsullied, like, if they ever came back to Westeros, it's not like they're going to go north of the wall. They're going to be like, I'm freezing my dick off if I had one. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not staying up here. This is ridiculous. Like, I'm not going to hold your hand while you go to <laughs> freaking the wall. It's really <laughs> cold up there. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not really for my, my, uh, my like, well, I don't even know, my nub. <laughs> my <laughs> nub is inverting. Yeah. yeah, and then, we, and then of course, they show, like, uh, Brienne is, like, the head of the king's guard now and she was writing in the book about jamie you know and all his exploits and everything uh you know jamie had a good character arc i feel like uh favorite character <laughs> favorite character for you oh yeah i love jamie. hands down yeah hands down it's like jamie john and Tyrion, top three yeah i mean thinking back on it now so Yes, like Jamie Lannister did some messed up things in the past, but he, he's explained it in the the show though. Like when him and Brienne had that intimate like tub scene where he's like if your father like was gang like if you were told to murder your own father and everyone that you knew growing up, would you actually do it? If he told you to if this guy was chanting like burn them all and kill everyone with no regards for like everyone else, would you actually still follow those orders or would you rather be more loyal to your family and people you actually want to fight for? Yeah. It, like, it, it wasn't like he was like, yeah, let me just flex by killing this king real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First, he killed the pyromancer who he gave the order to. And then he was like, well, shit. I mean, if he's still alive, he can give the order to another pyromancer. So <laughs> yeah. I need to kill him, stabbed him in the back. And then I guess, you know, his legacy as the Kingslayer was sort of cemented, you know, from that. But I mean, it it sort of seems like he he got a bad rap. I feel like for all, for many years, like you know, <laughs> Cersei certainly didn't boost his self esteem by calling him the dumbest Lannister on multiple occasions. Oh yeah, I mean there was that whole thing where he pushed a kid out a window, but you know <laughs> we're willing Who's to look past that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, but I mean, it's it, it was you know, Brand was like, oh, if uh, if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be who you are now and stuff. Obviously, that doesn't excuse what he did, but like everyone has bumps that get him to where they are. This was just like a huge bump, but yeah, so, I don't want to downplay it as a bump, yeah. but it's like so like he he, he did attempted that murder, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of a child, yeah. a young boy who just wanted to climb. <laughs> Free YMCA lesson, first time, <laughs> and. So so, do you think he he redeemed himself yeah. for for pushing Bran out? I, I mean, thought he I, was, I, I certainly think he did. I thought he did, and then he decided to go back to Cersei, which I originally thought he was going to kill Cersei, but then it turned it back to him just being like doing what. Of you really hate that he went back to Cersei? I realized after this what episode. Love is the death of duty. Yeah, then you would really hate what John did because they both basically served did the same thing where they both chose love over what they knew was right, which. You can't you you could be like oh well that's just bull. I feel like ninety percent of every person on this planet does that. It it's like the biggest blinder to anyone on the planet. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean you know you you, you don't have to live in a Westeros Game of Thrones type world to to, to know that you know the, the love uh, you know clouds people's conscience you know in, in everyday in, in everyday life you know so yeah that uh, definitely something relatable. But uh, yeah, John finally came to his senses at one point and was like, "Yeah, she's got to go." <laughs> Once again, that great Tyrion halftime speech yeah. <laughs> really came in clutch. Seriously, it was like uh, it's like Vince Lombardi esque right there. <laughs> but, Vince uh, will be proud from the yeah. of the heavens. <laughs> you go, you Tyrion. <laughs> Don't know why Vince Lombardi just got a Westeros accent. But. <laughs> yeah. And I and I love how uh, John was like, "Did I did I do the right thing?" And Tyrion was like, "Ask me in ten years." If I'm John, I'm like, well, that's a long time to wait for an answer. <laughs> Do you like, realize how you're probably not going to come up? No one's <laughs> coming up. It's just going to be me. <laughs> oh, and, and and how about Podrick being a member of the Kingsguard now? I feel like rags to riches. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I feel like he had a very very potent seed. He could have he could have passed <laughs> his you know his talents on to many generations. And the Kingsguard can't uh, hold any lands or titles and have kids. So like I I feel bad that Podrick is not procreating. We need more of that guy. <laughs> there was like a, the next army that will rise up in Westeros. The pods. <laughs> the <laughs> exactly. pods will rise. <laughs> exactly. Shuffle Nano. <laughs> so this is kind of like a you know uh, tangent. But me and my friend were talking about this. So. Podrick, like when he started off, was sort of like the chubby kid, like yeah, you know yeah. that uh, you know wasn't a great fighter or anything. And like me and my friend were thinking, like the guy who plays Podrick, like was probably like the nerdy theater kid in high school that like not a lot of people like thought anything of. And yeah. then he kind of fit into that role as Podrick, and then puberty hit him like a ton of bricks, <laughs> and you know he turned into this you know big handsome guy. And then in that episode, he. Uh, he sings uh, that song. Yeah, that song. Right They're like, he always had a beautiful voice. We just wanted to show it. Oh yeah. So me and my friend were thinking, like, this dude is probably getting so much tail <laughs> off of this role. Like, he is probably he just turned. Are the probably, rumors true? Yeah. He probably just yeah exactly and and that too because when, when your character literally you know like pleases prostitutes so Slangs well they wood. give you your money yeah money back like you know he probably went from the nerdy theater kid to just getting so much tail now it's like <laughs> absurd like. Like, you know, he, he's got a great singing voice. Like, he, he's grown up now, and his character plays someone 
that you know apparently knows how to please a woman pretty well. <laughs> so it's, it's like a lot of things going in your way. Speaking of LinkedIn's, great LinkedIn. Yeah, well, that's a great, great Tinder profile as well. <laughs> that's way more than Tinder. That's like farmers only material. <laughs> yeah, Tinder exactly. that'd be like a, a super like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I would. I would. Uh, what's it? I, I would venture to guess that that there'd be many a girl who would super like uh, Podrick's <laughs> profile. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I uh, serve the Lannisters. Um, I have, uh, well, my friends say I have a big dick. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> you take it the way you want. Haven't had any complaints yet. <laughs> and trust me, I've taken a plenty. <laughs> Wait, ha- how about Davos being, you know, the survivor of every battle with the least amount of battle experience ever? <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Yeah, he somehow has, once again, he's like, well, you know, I didn't fight out there, but <laughs> I'm now on the ca- the royal council again. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure I really have a vote, but uh, yeah, sure, Bran. <laughs> he said something funny once. I forgot what it was. <laughs> but goddamn, that kid's funny. I'm Wait, just... that's not a joke? <laughs> that's how he seriously is? Oh, God. <laughs> that's serious? I'm just a smuggler. <laughs> I can smuggle. <laughs> that, uh, oh, God. The, um, the fermented crab. <laughs> <laughs> so, an- a- another thing, you know, they sort of made it like a point to say like, oh, like rulers aren't going to be born anymore. They're going to be chosen. Like, you know, a king's son isn't automatically going to be the next king. I feel like the lords of Westeros are very, very old school. I don't think they're new minded. No. Yeah, it, exactly. Like they, they laughed at democracy. Like, but that yeah. is democracy. Yeah. They rejected it to then accept it. Yeah. So like they sort of just like accepted like a like a half democracy basically where they they elect their ruler obviously it's you know it's it's gonna be out of like the high houses though i don't think they'll be like oh man that uh that fisherman over there he told me some really wild stuff and he has some ideas (laughs) yeah Yeah, so they're obviously you're gonna have to be you know sort of like uh in the old days of america you had to be you know a a landowner to, uh, (laughs) to to cast a vote um but uh you know they, the, the Northmen rebelled twice and, and, and declared a king, you know, multiple times. Like, I feel like they're not going to just as easily go along with this, oh, let's elect a ruler thing. Like, they're very, like, oh, blood ties and, you know, <laughs> you know born to rule and, you know, yeah. your birthright and everything. I feel like they, they it's not going to go as well as they planned. So, like, it's going to turn into whoever Sansa has a kid with, I feel like. That's what's going to happen. Because yeah. then Bran's going to be like, well, she is a Stark. <laughs> and well, then Sansa will be like, yeah. Give it to him. <laughs> well, that brings me back to the point I was trying to get at was that was getting rid of Danny really going to make it that much better of a world? Because I feel like these guys, that was the whole thing. Like she said, oh, you know, uh, it's the wheel. It's the same thing over and over again. This one's on top then that one's on top and I'm going to break the wheel. It seems like they set it up where the, wheel's gonna the, start over. the wheel can start up again, you know, and it's going to no be back gonna, to where they were. Not everyone's going to be like, maybe you'll have like a hundred years of like complacency where everyone's like, yeah, this is cool. But at some point, there's going to be a house that rises. Mm-hmm. Oh, there like always is. It's impossible to end the wheel. I feel like it's a nice, like, little cute dream that people can have. Like, oh, yeah, no one's going to want to take back over. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what? Humans don't have drive. <laughs> yeah. Purpose. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, I'm just going to, you know, sit here for the rest of my life and do absolutely nothing. Like, you know. The Iron Islands, they didn't seem, you know, very uh, happy with happy with the idea. Yeah, like I feel like they're gonna, you know, possibly do something. Like, uh, yeah, I just feel like they, they, it's very precarious the, how they left things. Like, you know, it's basically open ended. Yeah, I think like because everyone's like, oh, happy ending. No, it's not. <laughs> like you can like leave the show thinking it is, 
which is, I think, what the casual fans will do. And then, like, everyone else would be like, well, the wheel just restarted. <laughs> because I feel like every, no one ever starts with, like, just, like, ground zero. There's something that builds from it, and that is your starting point. Because it's going to rise with some house being like, well, this is stupid. Yeah. And then it's over. <laughs> it starts over. Danny, as a leader, though, would have just been awful. Because she's a tyrant. Yeah, like, she, at least she right now there is no tyrant. She she doesn't know when to stop. Like she, they're like she was you ready won. to go. You won. Like you're good. You won. She's like, no, I didn't win. <laughs> it's like, uh, we're gonna go all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, she was starting Mr. to worldwide hungry. Daenerys Targaryen, aka Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> Timber. <laughs> oh God. That that would have been a great meme. Uh, a pit bull, you know, Khaleesi you know, going Mr. around. Mrs. Worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Also becoming, you know, uh, Mrs. Worldwide is uh, Arya over there, apparently sailing off the edge of the map. I I, I hope it's... Bear is not a flat earth. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope it's not a flat earth. Not. What if the last Kyrie's scene... Kyrie's just in the background. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. What if the last scene is just you see Arya's ship just going off the side of a cliff? And it's just like... Well, <laughs> she was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, who's been over there? No one. <laughs> no one's ever come back either. Seems safe. Yeah, that that I mean. So there's gonna be no sequels. <laughs> Basically, what I pulled off of that ending. Yeah, the, there's no sequels. I mean, only prequels. Yeah, yeah. There's like a couple prequels in production. Um, kind of excited. Yeah, I was. I was gonna ask. Uh, I want the one for Valeria to come out first. So like, uh, like old old Valeria. Yeah, like where it was like the shit. To oh, be there. Okay. Yeah, that was like dragon infested. Like yep. it was like high high tech. I say in air quotes for the time. Yeah, it was like basically like the the main city, and then it, I forget how it fell, but like there was like some huge catastrophe, sort of like uh like Pompeii, Pompeii. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, and uh yeah, that would be cool. I was gonna say yeah, I was gonna ask you, you know, out of the you know prequel stories that you know you've read about, is there one that you you know want? I just want happen. that one, I think. You'd want that I w- one. I wouldn't I would also be down for a complete redo of like the past a hundred years that yeah. led up to that point. Like yep. with the Mad King, Robert's Rebellion. Yeah, Robert's Rebellion. I don't think cool. anyone would be down for more King Robert time. <laughs> <laughs> King Robert was a bro. He only lasted like six episodes. Yeah, and he was such a badass, like before that we only got to we see fat, fat Robert. <laughs> yeah. They'd probably have to recast him at that <laughs> point, but it was literally like like fat Rob Kelly on uh, on the Washington Redskins. Like, yeah, he used to be good, but now he's just fat, fat. as hell. Just, <laughs> if your nickname is ever fat, you you can't really be having much greatness. I yeah. mean, like back in like Royal England times it was cool to be fat, but that was like the only time I think it's ever been cool yeah, to be fat. Yeah, it showed you had enough food to be fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, Wow, nice. These peasants are like, Oh wow. That guy must have so much land and food. Look how fat he is. He's going to die at the age of 30. <laughs> yeah. What a life. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm, I'm going to work till I'm, I'm in 60. really top shape. <laughs> I'm in top shape, barely scraping for food, but I'd rather have 30 years of being mortally obese. <laughs> I have a club foot <laughs> from, from working too hard. <laughs> but goddamn, high blood pressure and a, a stroke waiting to happen. Sign me up. Yeah. I mean, uh, in terms of prequel stories, I. I've done some reading uh, in terms of Targaryen history. I mean, the Targaryens are, are the coolest part, I, I think, of, of Westeros' history. So I feel like you definitely got to involve them somehow. Uh, at one point, there was a uh, sort of like a vassal house to House Targaryen called House Blackfire. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one area, uh, 
Targaryen ruler that had a bunch of bastard sons, and he legitimized them all on his deathbed. And uh, he gave one of them the sword called Blackfire, which was like sort of the symbol of the uh, of royalty of like the king. Basically, was this sword. Yeah. So he gave the sword to his bastard son, who wasn't in line for the throne. So like half the kingdom was like, well, this guy's technically the king, but this guy has the sword, which is the symbol of of the rule. So like. After this guy died, like the the country split in half. Basically, half was with House Blackfire and half half was with House Targaryen, and they basically fought each other. Yeah. For uh, uh, you know, supremacy of of uh of the Seven Kingdoms, and like there was four black. They were called the Blackfire Rebellions. There was four Blackfire Rebellions, and I feel like they could do a lot of cool storylines with that. There were no dragons at that time, so they could cut down on CGI costs too. <laughs> that would really limit down the work. <laughs> yeah. The people in the background like, I'm I vote for that season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that season was really cool. I mean, George R. R. Martin's written a couple other uh, books. Like, there was one called uh, The Tales of Duncan Egg, and that's about a, a, a really tall knight named Sir Duncan the Tall. There was, there was actually rumors that Brienne might be a descendant of, of him because this guy was, like, massive like yeah. her. And it was called Duncan Egg for Duncan uh, the Tall and Aegon Targaryen, who was a, a young targaryen who actually rose to became yep. a king and they're involved in in part of the blackfire rebellions like there, there's a lot of content during that time that they already have written so i feel like they could definitely Dip stretch that out yeah exactly for seasons and seasons and seasons like, like you have like the golden company is even involved in, in one of the rebellions well the, the, the golden company for people who don't know is based off of targaryen bastards yep it's um that that's one of the that's what I'm talking about. That's one of the bastards that he legitimized. Uh, oh God, what was his name? Agor Rivers was his name. Bitter Steel, and he was actually the founder of the Golden Company, uh, and he brought them back across the sea with uh, one of the sons of the original uh, Blackfire uh, like okay. rebellions, and they came back across with the Golden Company and tried to take over a different time and. Barris and Selmy actually fought back then, and he killed the leader, one of the leaders of the Golden Company, this guy named Malus Blackfire. Like, and that was when Barris and Selmy was like, you know, in his prime, like an absolute badass. So, like, you know, you could have, you could even bring back characters that people have known, you know, in yeah. in, in this uh, show throughout, you know, the, all these Blackfire rebellions that they've had. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like that that could be, you know, if you're definitely HBO, cool. You got to be like salivating at the potential <laughs> yeah. of having so many more shows because you know that everyone's going to tune in that liked Game of Thrones may not like everyone because they'll be like oh man there's no Amelia Clark or Kit Harrington but like you're going to fall in love with these characters based on how well George R.R. R. Martin writes them well right I mean that's another thing do, do people really want you know a, a rehashing of like you know something that we've already seen I, I, I certainly wouldn't want to see all the same characters I, I'd probably want to see some new faces of, uh, of I people. mean it's been confirmed that there's like two already in the works one's like Aegon Targaryen when he comes over like originally right yep and that one I feel like is more ahead than the other one I think that they said we might get it by like 2022 or something which I, I'll wait <laughs> yeah I really don't feel like anything is gonna like like really sound like get me like my hunger for the new shows yeah. like that will so, I think Game of Thrones has just risen my like taste for TV to like a point where I just really want intricate plot lines and I want to be like really amazed. And like usually in some shows you get that like at end of season stuff, but that show like gave it to you like every like episode I feel like was just awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you heard, but Amazon prime is actually 
in the process of making a Lord of the Rings TV show. And their, their main goal is to spend more money per episode than Game of Thrones does. <laughs> so really? <laughs> in terms of new shows, I feel like that could be something that's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I mean... When does I, that start? I mean, probably like 2022 or something <laughs> like you said. <laughs> Sounds like, like we got a clash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, but you know, yeah, like th- that's another show. Like, yeah, you w- you want those intricate plot lines with with you know the the you know character development mm-hmm. of uh, of you know all the, all the people in the show and everything. And and uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's yeah something I'm a lot of people you know after Game of Thrones now we're gonna be craving for. Maybe that's why they just came out with Chernobyl so so quick. <laughs> They're like, all right, and here's Chernobyl. <laughs> oh, Game of Thrones is over, and here's Barry. Blast. Yeah. <laughs> here's your Barry season finale. Yeah, Barry. Yeah, they they've been really pushing this Watchmen trailer too. <laughs> They're like Game of Thrones, but not <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Is Game of Thrones starting? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Overall, show's great. A plus show. Yeah. Season for me, B minus. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's a bit generous, but yeah, yeah I'll give I'm it. doing it based off of like three and five. Yeah, three and three and five were amazing. I'll, I'll tell you what. I, episode one and two, it, basically, it was like episode one, part A and part B, basically. Like yeah, before the battle. I mean, I would have been fine with episodes one and two if it was in the traditional episode. Like duration of yeah. ten, like you have ten and one and two for every season have been like the build ups, but like I can't have build up when it's gonna close as soon as it builds <laughs> yeah. up. I can't have a third of the season be build up, which basically four was also build up minus the dragon dying. So and um, the Sunday dying. Yeah. So three two like two and a half of build up. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean they. Yeah, three and five were definitely the best. Man, I I still don't even know what to think about six right now. <laughs> like, six, I'm going to leave, like, undecided. Yeah. I mean, obviously a lot of good things, a lot of bad things. I mean, Battle of the Bells versus Battle of Winterfell. Battle of the Bells. I might have to agree with you. I, I, I liked Battle of Winterfell. I'm not saying I didn't. I think there was more of a wow factor in the Battle of the Bells. I think the wow... there. I don't think there really was WoW in the Battle of Winterfell. I mean, maybe that the Night King didn't get destroyed by fire. Yeah, was like was, the that WoW. Was pretty cool. That but, was like uh, the WoW. Is it is it kind of weird that they like half the time these zombies were like capable of fighting and holding swords, and then the other half of the time Just they run. turn into World War Z and like make you know pyramids like, of themselves and stuff and yeah. climb up walls and stuff like like uh, that that was like a little bit weird. I was like, are they zombies or are they like you know? People who fight, like I, I, I don't decide. Get this. <laughs> Seriously, you're going back and forth with this. You're confusing the hell out of me. <laughs> the casual fans are like, "This is awesome." <laughs> oh yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know, if we could see everything, that would make it a little bit better. <laughs> Not everyone has HD TVs with <laughs> brightness features. Yeah, exactly. Half the people who are watching are probably in like their 40s, going like, "How do you, t- how do you, can you turn up this damn thing?" So, so <laughs> they have like flashlights showing on the TV. <laughs> so one of my friends. Uh, like I, I think it's like fifty-five. His fifty-five-year-old father like watches on an old, old, like PC computer monitor that has <laughs> terrible graphics. Like normally, yeah. I, I'm thinking to myself, 
if I, if he watched it on that episode on that thing, like it was probably just a dark screen for three quarters of the time. Like, <laughs> I don't know how, how people watched it, like with bad television sets or bad reception. It was like, it was probably unbearable. Like, oh yeah. He was probably going like, I think I have cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> He's like staring at the screen. So He's like, I'm going to go call my eye doctor. <laughs> it's like, uh, honey, it's like, how come I can't see anything? <laughs> Where are you? I'm right next <laughs> to you. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, that was definitely uh, a a tough uh, a tough thing to get over. I thought season seven and eight to me were very disappointing. You could obviously tell they weren't on the by the books, but the show was so good for six seasons. And between the season seven and eight, there was like another good season built in. So basically, like every show, the last season never really. I don't think there's many shows that meet expectation in the last season. Yeah, there's it always sparks debate. I mean, you can't get worse than Seinfeld. <laughs> so, oh no, well, no, 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 Sopranos. They ended the show in mid sentence, and they cut the black. Like that, that was the worst. Like just f you to the fans. Like, oh yeah, uh, Tony's just in the middle of a sentence. Oh, blackness. It's like, that that was one of the worst like endings of a season to me ever. I was like, huh? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of shows that. Have you seen Breaking Bad? Yeah, Breaking Bad left you open ended. Yeah, Breaking Bad, which is a kind of a cop out way. I feel yeah. like to do it because like we don't want it to really upset anyone. So yeah. we'll just let you decide. <laughs> oh, by the way, Aaron Paul's having a movie in like 2023. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I do think it's hard. I don't blame them. I don't think it should be rewritten. I would. I mean, I would love for another season of Game <laughs> of Thrones, yeah. but I wouldn't go that far. Overall, it was a really great show. It's my. It's going down right now. It's my favorite show of all time. I'm still young. There could be greater shows, but right now it's definitely in a completely different tier of its own. I never would have expected to get sucked into a show to the point that I'm sucked in right. Never to this one. Never. Like you know, th- th- this is the. I mean, in my lifetime, like you know, I, I I'm only, you know, in my mid twenties. But it, in my lifetime, I've I've never seen a show you know of, of this scope and this capacity like this like that has lasted for so long it, it's, it's and really definitely. never lost steam yeah it, it, it just Usually kept picking viewership up dies yeah. as the show goes on this just like was a steady incline yeah it, it was it was crazy and uh another funny thing i i love how there's people out there that, are, that would always be like oh psh, i don't watch game of thrones like you're not cool for not liking things that are it's universally not like, loved it's not like <laughs> larping <laughs> you yeah. can like join in yeah so I, I love people thought they were like cool for not watching Game of Thrones. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I hate quality television. <laughs> yeah, you know what I watch? Glee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what I watch? House Hunters International. That's a real great show. <laughs> I really want to know what life's like in Sicily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, I watch, uh, you know, my 600 pound life on TLC. <laughs> TLC like, is my shit. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really just, you know, it's about real people. Like, I watch HBO I shows. <laughs> I've watched... Uh, <laughs> Real sports with Brian Gumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that that sounds like sounds like you know something that uh, people who don't like Game of Thrones is more their speed. Their family is still going just, strong. <laughs> yeah. why, why don't you just watch some of that? Like you know something that's you know easy. E- yeah, simple, easy for you to comprehend. It's like th- th- that's the other. Point. I know we're not offending anyone because yeah. people who are listening to this actually like the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. People were like, "Oh, it's too hard to fall." It's like. You're, Not you're too hard really. to follow. Where did you graduate? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like you know, 
you you don't have to be a you know a Harvard you know Grad. scholar yet, or to, just like a kid who lives in your mom's basement to enjoy the show. Yeah. Like celebrities love this show. Yeah, there there's so many different elements to it. Like there that so many different types of people can love the show. Like it it, it binds you know a lot of different people who maybe would never even talk to each other if it wasn't for this show, and it puts them together. You know. So I I I, I, I yeah I, I'd have to it's agree with you. It's a cultural phenomenon. Exactly. That, that'll yeah. never be like replaced i feel like i mean there will be shows like that but like i think another underrated part about this show is what really made it special was that the fans like all came together in this like last season to like figure out like what they would want like all these theories that were so intricate that like you really believed them like you don't get that like out of any other show you didn't like you don't see many shows where people were like oh well if you check back in here and then here and if you thought watching that scene there because like things will add up like no not many shows like elude the way that this show would in such subtle ways that if you rewatch it adds so much rewatchability to shows and not many shows really do that anymore like in the streaming <laughs> era yeah. you don't really go like man in stranger things season two they alluded that yeah. lucas was gonna do this yeah. like, way back i'm gonna have to run the rack again and just watch the entire show from the beginning yeah i mean i might as well <laughs> yeah i'm probably to appreciate it you know again i'll probably have to but yeah i mean there's never been a show i, I think yeah that's like such a cultural phenomenon like this that like you know mainstream people like I, i'm listening to wfan radio the, the other day, the other day and they're talking about game of thrones like you know it, it's just pervasive in every part of the of the culture basically like they have game of thrones bobblehead nights at stadiums now. yeah like, you know it's it's not like it's just like it's it's becoming like almost like the same level of star wars or something like that now yeah. where it's like you know an empire yeah exactly and it's just it's it's really sad that it's it's gone. Oh, it's it's my Sundays will will not be the same for a while. I'm gonna have to find some some other shows to watch. Uh, if anyone's an anime fan, I would highly suggest Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> 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 I've been a huge Dragon Ball fan for years, and uh, that show uh, has recently they find finally have been releasing the English dubs uh, for the episodes weekly on adult swim on saturday night <laughs> yeah great plug. Uh, yeah this adult episode was brought to you by adult swim <laughs> yeah i should be getting some royalties for that in the mail but uh yeah some dvd combo packs <laughs> that's that's gonna have to uh you know satiate my uh my my fighting uh you know tv shows for a while yeah. you know i'll have to find one to make up for like uh you know my magic and, and dragons that i'm not getting every week <laughs> maybe some sort of witch show are, are you watching any good shows lately besides game of thrones no. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been fully enveloped. In yep, this was it. Yeah. <laughs> this is it for me. I mean, I, I have watched Barry, but that's about it. Mostly not because it's right after Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I watched it last season, and it was really good. But, I mean, we can always talk about... We, we're going to... I guess I'll, I'll say the announcement now that uh, Nick will be joining us for the summer and onward as a permanent co-host of the Water Cooler Checkdown podcast. I'm happy to be here, guys. You know, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm i grateful for the opportunity from Corey. I'll hope that I can just give you some good content from time to time. I, I hope, uh, you know, the first episode went pretty well, and uh, hopefully it'll only get better from here. We're hoping for, like, twice a week we'll talk about sports rain or anything, really. We're, we're going to be more open-minded, I think. This, well, this is going to be like a trial period, I think, to see what we really can expand on. But I'm really looking forward to it. And it's going to we'll come back soon. I don't know exactly when we're going to try to build it around the soccer schedule. I think upcoming 
we do have some great matches coming up. Oh man, there's there's some really really good matches. In- England is just you know, a blaze. <laughs> England is just dropping their uh, you know their proverbial <laughs> dicks on the rest of the world right now. It, having the Champions League and Europa League final, all English teams. I mean. If anyone says that the English league isn't the best league in the world, they, they I won't. You're smoking. <laughs> yeah, seriously, give me some of that. <laughs> but as for today's episode, I believe it's going to come to an end. And if for I feel like this is a very fitting ending. I feel like for everyone, our watch has ended, <laughs> and it's a very sad end. But like John, we'll hopefully meander off into something else that fills our empty hearts <laughs> with yeah, this show. And pet pet your dog, please. <laughs> PETA will actually hate you. (laughs) (laughs) But until next time, I've been Corey. And I'm Nick. And we will see you next time.